welcome to the weekly podcast of River Valley Church. We're glad you're here. Our heart is to lead people to Jesus and launch them into their God-given purpose. So we pray you would encounter God in a fresh, new way today. To learn more about our church, visit rivervalley.org. Now, let's tune in to this week's message. Well, welcome to River Valley Church. And if you're new, it's Vision Weekend. I love this weekend every year where we look back on the previous year, get a new theme for this year, and then uh, see the vision and the goals and the things that we're going after. And I do want to address this. Those that are at Apple Valley have already seen this, and they're wondering, why is there a tandem bike on the stage? We're going to get there later in the sermon, like way later, so I'm going to need you to multitask right now, all right? Because a lot of the guys are going to be like, why is there a tandem? There's a tandem. There's a tandem right there. There's a tandem. All right, multitask, men, all right? Stick with me. We're going to get there in a minute. This, but, but right now, we want to celebrate what God has done in 2022. He did so much. And our theme last year was Ask, Seek, Pray. And it was based on Matthew chapter 7, verses 7 through 8. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For whoever, everyone who asks, receive. The one who seeks, finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. And we were praying, we were asking, and we were seeking last year. And I thank God for what he did. I, I, I so enjoyed the new addition to our church of having Seek Week in there, where we just said, God, this week we're gonna seek you. I love that we had a 24-hour prayer meeting, and uh, I love that we had a prayer for the nations and that God increased the prayer in our church. We have so much to celebrate. We had that special day where we prayed for the 500 missionaries that we wanna send out. What a year of Ask, Seek, Pray. Um, we saw thousands of people saved, and uh, I, I just want to celebrate the thousands of people that were saved, and also 617 water baptisms last year, a record year for us. Come on, thank God for that. Previous year was 453, so we saw 617, and uh, I love that one day where all the campuses were doing water baptisms. I believe we need to do that again this year. We sent 15 of our 500 missionaries. So we're trying to send 500, and we sent 15 more last year, coming out of COVID and countries starting to open up again. So we sent 15 of the missionaries, getting us to 188 missionaries that we sent out, all right? We had 54 global teams, many of them were virtual, and we didn't know how that would work, but virtual teams have taken off, and if you've not done a global team and you can't get out of the country, you're trying to figure that out, by all means, get on a virtual team. But we had 54 global teams with 871 being a part of that, and that was something to celebrate. We also had over 4,285 people that said, I'll be part of the small group and be a small group, and uh, so these are real discipleship numbers. People say, I wonder how the discipleship's going. Well, we had 4,285 people involved in a small group and 871 that went on a global team. There's some discipleship going on there. We also uh, did this. We went over $8 million, in dollars, $8 million for missions, $8 million for missions that went out into the world. And uh, that's something that's incredible to celebrate. And also, as part of that, we had $10.6 million that was raised for Kingdom Builders. One more time, let's not get tired of that. That's gigantic. We're gonna thank God for that. 
We also started the Maple Grove campus on April 3rd. Yes, in the Whirly Ball building of all places. And I think we got a picture. Yeah, there's a picture of them worshiping there in the Whirly Ball. I mean, they still move pool tables every weekend. They move the pool tables out of the way. They cover up the bar with pipe and drape so all the alcohol is out of sight. And uh, so we're like, well, there's alcohol. Not, well, it's out of sight, all right? It's not at our church, all right? But we're using that place. And, the, and just to put it in perspective, last weekend they had 400 people worshiping at the Whirly Ball building. Started April 3rd. Um, we also... Uh, I'm try we also had the, the city campus building became ours. We signed for that on February 11th. We closed the deal and that became ours. And I want you to know for the last year, we have been co-sharing that building with the previous owner. Part of the deal was they got to use the building simultaneous to us, although we owned it. And now they're done with all their events. It's ours 24 seven, 365. That's our place, but we did that last year and closed on that. Um, I believe we have a picture of the prayer meeting uh, that was just happening at City. Go ahead and throw that on the screen. Yeah, that was at City Campus. They had a prayer meeting as part of our 21 days of prayer and fasting. That was one of the mornings that they had going on. And uh, we have been praying and all these things have been happening uh, with our church and praying. And we've been in the 21 days of prayer and fasting. Don't miss it, but we've been praying and thanking God for what he's been doing in the last year and what he wants to do this year. Um, of course, I said we had Seek Week, and uh, we're doing it again, so put it on your calendar. It's the week after 4th of July, so July 10th through the 14th, we're going to do Seek Week again. Now, um, I want us to keep up what we're doing. I want us to stay hungry. We're in the midst of the 21 days of prayer and fasting, and I love that I get to reveal the theme for this year, right as we're just done with week one. We still have two more weeks, and we can pray this way. If you're smart and just intuitive and you saw the card that is either handed out or on your seat, uh, the theme for this year is take ground. That's our theme for this year, take ground. And it says on the back there, what area of your life are you gonna take ground? Um, and that's our theme. And as we prayed about it, I just felt like God was like, you have survived, you have reawakened, you have been asking, seeking and praying and it's time to get into that offensive mode of take ground. Um, it's, it's so interesting. As I shared this the other day um, with our elders, and I was sharing with the, the elders, their spouses were there. I shared take ground, and I, I looked at Keith and Kristen Peterson, and she did like a head snap. And she had written down earlier in the year about like, it's time for the church to awaken, it's time. And in her journal, she had written, it, it is time, and I'm believing God, we will take ground. And she underlined it, and she wrote, take ground. I mean, and she's, so she's looking at me, and I was like, hey, the Spirit is speaking to all of us. It's take ground. And we're gonna have a year where we're not just gonna be hearers of the word, but doers. Like James 1.22 says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves, do what it says, we will do what God wants us to do and take ground. And I believe this, that salvation leads to service. That's what's been said before. I didn't come up with that. But somebody said salvation leads to service. You're not saved by your good works, but once you're saved, you wanna do good works. You wanna serve and you wanna be on mission. And I thank God that we can have a church that will take ground. And all throughout the Bible, it's not new to us. It's not like, wow. That's so, where'd you think of that? Like, that's new. 
okay? It's a theme for us that's new, but it is all throughout the Bible. It is all throughout the Bible, multiplication of possessing the land, of being fishers of men, of going into all the world and thinking about it in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the uttermost parts of the world. It's like, take ground, go, be on mission. And in the Old Testament, um, the, the people of Israel, the Jewish people, God had a chosen people, the Jewish people, and he said, through you, I will bring the Messiah, the Savior, the one who will pay the price for the sins and reconcile mankind to God. I'm going to send the Savior, Jesus Christ, through the Jewish people. And he said, I want you to have a special land and I want you to take ground. We know it as Israel. And there was literal, literal ground that they were called to take and to possess. And in Deuteronomy 11:24, God is speaking to Moses. He says, every place upon which the soles of your feet tread will be yours as boundaries, from the desert to Lebanon, from the river that is from the Euphrates to the Mediterranean Sea. He's saying, take ground. But here's what happened. They stall in their taking of the ground. They don't get in and they don't take ground and they get to the point where God promises it again to Joshua. And in Joshua chapter one, verse three, he says, I'm giving you every place where the sole of your foot falls, just as I promised Moses. They literally had to go in and take ground. And God's like, I don't care who's there, the Jebusites, the Hittites, the parasites, drive them all out, it's yours. It's your, there's parasites are not real, but all right. Yeah. He said, drive them out, drive them out. And he said, don't be afraid. Joshua, don't be afraid. You're gonna go take ground and don't be afraid. I'm with you, I'm with you. And he may need to tell you right now, don't fear, don't be afraid. There's gonna be some goals and some things set out there, but he's with us. He's gonna be with us every step of the way. And his will for us now is to take ground. We don't have to take literal ground in the way that the Israelites did, although I will just share this and give you a little insight. We are gonna take ground in another city, so I'm gonna announce another campus that's starting this next year. So there is a little literal taking ground, but we're not taking ground in like, it's gotta be this plot of land, but it's, it's taking ground in the way of taking people and saying, God, we want these people, these are yours. The taking ground now for the New Testament believer is, is doing what the Great Commission says in Matthew 28, verses 19 through 20. Therefore, as you go, disciple people in all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything that I've commanded you. And remember, I am with you each and every day until the end of the age. All nations, this is gonna require that we take ground as we send people to the difficult and dangerous places of the world. All nations, all people, we are gonna take ground and we are going to be fishers of men. Now, the land that the Israelites took, um, they actually had land. They're taking ground, they have actual land. It was supposed to be a homeland, like an outpost and, and, and a place to say like, uh, here's, or uh, not really an outpost, a, a, a launching pad to reach the nations. It was like, I've given you this land and, and this is like, this is your homeland and you're gonna take the ground and, and as you're on that spot, you're gonna be able to minister to the nations and you're gonna be a light to the nations. But what happened is they got complacent. They got arrogant, they got prideful and all of a sudden, instead of being on mission, they just thought about, we've got this land, we're special, this is our place and they forgot that they were supposed to be this light to the nations. 
They settled in and lost the mission. And the church has a mission to take ground. The church has a mission. And so many times um, churches lose this that we're supposed to be going and, and sending. And we're trying to say, God, not us. We wanna be a church that is awake, that is sending, that is going, that is about this. We're, we're wanting to be on mission for you and taking ground. Some people look at um, the verse in Luke 19, in uh, verse Luke, uh, chapter 19, verse 13, uh, it says, and he called his 10 servants and delivered them 10 pounds and said unto them, occupy till I come. And some churches think like, well, that's it. We're just gonna occupy. We're just gonna stay right here until he comes. But the word that is used there for occupy and as in this parable that, he's, that Jesus is using, he's saying, work it while I'm gone. Work these things. Give me a return. Other translations say invest, steward, keep it going. And so the church shouldn't think like, God's got us here and we're just gonna occupy until, we're gonna hold on until you get here. No, he's saying, while you're there, I want you to be on mission, given a great return, being good stewards. I've, I've given you gifts and talents and you should give me a good return for that. And according to missions experts, the church, capital C, all the church around the world right now has 3,000 times the amount of money it needs to fulfill the Great Commission. Isn't that amazing? The church right now, believers all around the world, if we gathered our wealth together, we have 3,000 times the amount of wealth that's needed to reach the world. But will we go and take the land? Will we go and take ground? Will we go and be fishers of men or will we sit back? The church right now has 9,000 times the resources in people to fulfill the Great Commission. And what did Jesus say? The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers. Like of the 9,000 times the amount of people we need to take the ground that we're supposed to take for our Lord and Savior, we just gotta see people saying, yes, here am I, send me. I'm ready to take ground. It's time for us to take ground. So for 2023, with Take Ground, we are gonna have services filled with opportunities for people to say yes. And even at the end of this message, we're gonna have an opportunity for people to say yes. When people raise their hand and say yes to Jesus, we're taking ground. We are taking somebody from uh, the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, from death to life. We're gonna take ground every weekend. Every weekend we're gonna do that. And I am believing that this year we'll set a record for water baptisms. And I just wanna share a few things with us. I want us to have 800 water baptisms this year. And uh, so if we had 617 last year, record, I want 800. I want, and that means that we're gonna be seeing people say yes to Jesus and we're gonna disciple them to saying yes, that they should be water baptized. And I'm telling you, if you have not been water baptized, the, the testimony that is to your family, your friends, your coworkers, you could be taking ground by inviting them to your water baptism and letting them know who Jesus is in your life and that you've said yes. And I'm believing that this will be a record year of 800 water baptisms. I'm believing that this year we will send 1,000 people on global teams, including virtual, but I believe it's gonna be weighted more towards going. And if you have not gone on a global team, on your card there, you could, where should you take ground? You could write, is this my year for a global team, Lord? Is this, there's something about going out into the world and seeing the harvest field. 
I'll never forget when I went to Brazil on my very first missions trip and I got out of Dakota County and went into the world and saw it. My eyes were opened. When I was in college, I went to India and it blew my mind to be in a country that would have one day over a billion people. People so close, they were everywhere. Traffic jam, the city was not built for and the people were everywhere. There's something about going, and I believe that this year, 1,000 people will go on a global team. Many, if not most, I want really a, a, a disproportionate amount to go. And you say, I know some people say, well, how will I go? I don't have the money. I, I, how will I go? We're believing God that it's a take ground year. I'm asking you to have your faith rise up that you'll say, God, will you provide? I can do this, all right? This is a year that I believe we're gonna send 40 of our 500, 40 of our 500. We did 15 last year, 15, all right? Now, just to put this in perspective, something that I've asked you to do, I've been praying for a, a number of the 500 missionaries in the twos, the threes, the fours, and 500. So I'm praying for 500. I got a number picked in the 400s, a number picked in the 300s. I actually have two in the 200s. I'm praying for 250, because that's halfway, all right? And I've also just, years, years ago, I just picked this number, and I've been praying for missionary 227. 227. I don't know their name yet, but I know their number. 227. All right? If we send 40, we're going to get to 228, and I get to meet 227 this year. So I'm pretty excited about that. All right? So we're going to be praying that we'll send 40 of our 500, and I get to meet 227. All right. Uh, I'm believing that this year we'll increase our small groups by, it's really almost 20%, 5,000 people in small groups. 4,285 was our, our largest time, but I'm believing for 5,000. That means your campus pastor is going to be walking up to you. You in a small group? You in a small group? You in a small group? Have you ever thought about leading a small group? You should lead a small group. I would hope that it would be a record year of first-time leaders of small groups. It'd be my desire that every person in our church would know how to lead a small group, really. That would be my desire. When you look at what's working in missions around the world, people are leading small groups in countries. So if you learn how to do that here, you could do it anywhere. So I'm believing that that will be a record. And so I'm putting the pressure on the campus pastors as well. If we're gonna get there, you're gonna have to be going, are you in a group? Are you in a group? Are you in a group? Come on, let's do this. I wanna see our online viewers um, triple. Triple, our online viewership triple. We have an online campus, not just when you're missing. So a lot of you are like, well, I'll stay home and watch online. No, that's not what I'm talking about, all right? I wanna see our online viewership triple, and that is our congregation to triple in size. I just believe that God has been using it and we have watched the online congregation give tithe, we've watched them give kingdom builders. They have gone on global teams with us. Sometimes they actually flown to Minnesota and gone with the team. Other times they've met the team in the country. We actually had somebody from our online congregation love our church so much, she moved from Miami to Minnesota to be a part of this church. How many know that's God if you move from Miami to Minnesota? especially with like 85 feet of snow out there, you know. I, I just believe this, it's gonna triple and we're gonna reach more people. Now, the exciting news about where we're gonna start our new campus, as we've been praying about the cities and the areas and the places we wanna reach, we believe this is the year that God wants to, us to have River Valley Church in Chaska, Minnesota. That's where we're going next, Chaska. So we're going there. And so if you are interested in that, you could text the word Chaska to 94,000 
And in the next couple of weeks, we're gonna get that list together and we'll get in touch with you. And we'll, as we uh, announce campus pastor, et cetera, and all these other things, we'll get it ready to be launched. But Chaska is the next place where River Valley Church is going. And uh, I'm excited. It should launch in the fall of this year. Please be praying for favor for a venue to use. Be praying for that and be praying just for the launch team as they assemble. We just believe God wants us to take ground and to keep moving forward and to reach more people. All right, now this one is huge and I wanna give a little bit of time on this. Um, stay with me and, and, and you, you gotta be with me on this. I'm asking every campus, every single campus to start a new service this year. Every campus. Now I know you might say, but our, 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 our place isn't full. Okay, I'm asking for every campus to start a service this year within their campus and add another time for people to come and worship. Um, it almost could be like a campus within a campus. If we all do this, it's like a campus. We could add another campus without adding another campus by adding another service. It's almost like those Russian nesting dolls. I mean, I'm talking about the little one there again. Here's a campus within a campus, you know, all right. I'm asking for that. Here's what I'm believing. I believe some of our campuses need to do Saturday night. Saturday night has worked so well at Apple Valley. I believe some of you need to pray. And I'm asking each campus pastor to meet with the staff and with the deacons and to pray about it. I've not dictated where the extra service needs to be. But I believe some of our campuses will be led to say, we're also going to do a Saturday night service. Some will do a Sunday night service. Some will say, we're gonna go to an off night and we wanna minister to the entertainment or the hospitality industry and maybe do a Monday night service for those people that are in the hospitality industry uh, on the weekend. Um, some, I, I'm just giving ideas here. Some may say, we're gonna do a dinner service. We're gonna clear all the table, our chairs out and we'll have tables there and we'll serve a meal and we'll have a service that's like dinner. We'll try something. Some of us need to do, some of the campuses might need to do an off location where your campus is responsible for a pop-up location somewhere else. And you're actually gonna pick a city through prayer and say, we're gonna start having a service at, on an off night, on a Saturday night. Matter of fact, I drove by a, a Seventh-day Adventist church. They use it on Saturday, not on Sunday. So I was like, where are the Seventh-day Adventist churches? Maybe we ought to start doing off services on, on Sunday in their locations. We're just gonna be dreaming about it. I believe that some of the campuses, or at least one, is gonna start a Spanish service. I believe that. I believe that we can do that, and we can not say it's, it's a separate Spanish church apart from River Valley, but a, a, a church that is in Spanish for people that say, I wanna be part of River Valley Church. I wanna be a part of a church that says they wanna take ground. I believe there could be other language services that are started. I believe this too, that one of the campuses might feel led to start a special needs service for families of special needs. And people would say, you know what? We're gonna staff this service all with people who have already been to church this weekend so you as a family can come and worship because so many times they can't come and worship because of taking care of a family member with special needs. You get the point? All campuses praying, working together, and saying, God, we will start. If we're gonna take ground, this is what it's gonna take. This is what it's gonna take. And it's, and, and it's, gonna, it, it, it's something that we can all do together. Here's the Kingdom Builders goal. I believe this year our Kingdom Builders goal is to be $12 million. $12 million. $12 million. 
to build the kingdom of God around the world. And on top of that and connected to that, I believe this will be the year that River Valley for the first time gives $10 million to world missions through our tithing and through kingdom builders, 10 million. Now I wanna explain that to you because somebody say, how did we not reach 10 million this year and just go over 8 million? When we have kingdom builders and it's $10.665 million, all right? When we do something that is local, which is needed to start a new campus, we don't count that as missions, we count that as outreach. When a campus raises their money for their building, which city, you're doing so well to raise that money because we fronted city the money from kingdom builders and said, would you, would you see that as your goal to raise the amount for the down payment on your building? When we do that, we don't count that as missions. We count that as outreach, kind of our church. When we invest in future Christian leaders, and we invest in those ministries for the kids and for the interns and for our network and different things that are future Christian. That's beautiful, it's needed, but it's not missions. Everything is not missions. The way River Valley counts missions is money that we are giving to give to an unreached people group that is outside of our outreach area. We give money to, to, to the Teen Challenge and to the local church in, in Minneapolis, the Inner City Life Center. But we're saying that's outreach, that's outreach, that's within our proximity. But when we give it, so that's why it's eight million that went out there, outside of our our immediate reach to unreached people groups to build the church where the church does not exist. That's why we're going to the difficult and dangerous places. Why we're saying, God, give us a breakthrough. You know what I've been praying? I've been praying, God, wouldn't it be amazing if we could start a church in Saudi Arabia? That's what I've been praying. I've been praying like difficult and dangerous. So we're, that's when we're giving that money and sending that money to the people that are out there in the places that are not within our outreach, that's what we count as missions. So that's why, like, our kingdom builders could be 10.665, right? And we still, a, a chunk of that went to City and Maple Grove and Future Campus to pay for Chaska and Future Generations, and all of that was needed, all of it was needed. And, and millions and millions and millions went to missions, and when you take the tithe on the tithe and the millions there, it's over $8 million to world missions. But out of the fellowship that we're a part of, the fellowship that we're a part of with the Assemblies of God, there's 367,000 churches in the world in the Assemblies of God, 367,000. Not one has ever given 10 million to world missions, and I want River Valley to be the first one to do that. Uh, that's what I want, all right? Now, and, and here's why. First of all, I think it brings glory to God. Second of all, it, it reaches uh, so many people. And thirdly, it shows people it can be done. And I did a sermon years ago about the four minute mile. Nobody thought the four minute mile could be broken. And then once this guy finally broke the four minute mile, now high schoolers break the four minute mile, all right? And I just believe that somebody's gotta go first and do that. We could show double digits for world missions and within our movement, wake up the world to missions, all right? And so uh, if we're gonna take ground, if we're gonna take ground, that means on that note card that you got there or digitally, however you're doing, that means Alpha, it's you and a friend. If you've never been to Alpha, if you've never thought about inviting an unsaved friend to the church, invite them to Alpha. That means freedom. Some of you need to take ground on the thing the enemy has stolen from you and the joy and the peace. And you're gonna take ground this year and you're gonna say, I'm gonna get free of the things that have been holding me back. Some of you need to take ground in your devotion life. And you say, well, I missed the 21 days or I missed the sprint or I missed the whatever. Jump in 
begin right now and read all the way through the rest of the New Testament with us. Some of you need to take ground in your thought life. Some of you need to take ground in small groups and being in them. Some of you need to take ground on this is your year for a global team and to serve. If we're gonna get our kingdom builders goal, we're gonna have to take ground. God spoke to us and Beck and I, and, and we prayed about it. We're adding 30% to our last year's goal. We just said we're adding 30% because it's a take ground year. We're going for it. And some have said we've given what we can. Others have given from their excess. I believe this is a year that God's gonna say sacrificial giving will get us to $12 million. So the tandem bike, you're like, Pastor Rob, you spoke all that time. You never got there. I was gonna go across. I'm just gonna stand right here, all right? I want you to understand the vision of our church is in the front seat right here. The vision's been set. The person up here turns and gets to decide where we're going. This is where, and the vision has been set. We're taking ground. We're going for 12 million. We're gonna get 5,000 in small groups. You get the point. We're gonna have 1,000 on the global teams. We wanna send 40 of the 500. That's already been set up here. That's in the front seat. Every single one of us is in the back seat. Every single one of us, and we need you to put your feet to the pedal. Because the person back here can't just sit around and enjoy the ride. The person that I got the tandem bike from, I was, he goes, what, what, what are you using it for? What, how, how are you going to use it? And I told him the story. I said, well, you can't just sit on the back and just enjoy the ride. He goes, well, well some people do. I go, well, no, they can't. <laughs> See, you can't just sit back here and enjoy the ride and be like... $12 million for Kingdom Builders. Woo-hoo! Woo! Hey, I don't need you to ring the bell. I need you to put your feet to the pedal. I need you to, I need you to pedal. Every single one of us, you are needed. You are needed. Sometimes in a big church like this, the devil says, you know what? You, nobody even knows your name and you're not even needed. You are needed. You are needed. We want to send 500 missionaries out of the world. We want to send 40 more. Each of them has a budget they need to raise. If you're not going, you can be sending. We have kids that need to be ministered to. We have small groups. Come on, sign up for a small group. Don't just ring that. Come on, get in there. Every one of us is going to pedal like never before. The vision has been set and we are saying, God, we are going to put our feet to the pedal and we are going to get this done for your glory and for your honor. Don't just enjoy this ride. Don't just enjoy it. Don't excuse it away. We're, we're a smaller campus. I'm a small, I'm new. No, we are all going to do this together. God has brought us here together for a reason. And this year we are taking ground in Jesus' name. So Lord, I pray that we would take ground in your name. I pray that we'd get that picture of the tandem bike. The vision has been set. We already know where you want us to go. You said, go into all the world and make disciples. You told us to occupy until you come, but it wasn't just stay put. It was give a return, advance the kingdom, go for it. And so God, we are going to run after this with all we have. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for what you've done so far and we anticipate and lean into what's next. We lean into it and we put, I just have this picture even on that bike of almost standing to pedal because we're leaning into it and we're standing to pedal. We're putting more pressure on the pedals. 
And this is gonna be a church that isn't just looking around and waving and ringing a bell. It's gonna be a church that is peddling and using their gifts and going after it for your glory and for your honor. Lord, I pray 10 million for world missions. The world needs to hear. Somebody needs to break that barrier so that others can come behind us and break it. I pray that people would pass it, but let's see that it's possible. But God, you're gonna use us. You're gonna use every single one of us from the smallest to the largest, from the youngest to the oldest, from the richest to the poorest, from the person that throws in the, the, all they have to the person that says, I will sacrifice to the person that said, why have I been blessed with so much? I pray for a boldness for people to open up their mouth to share their faith. They're gonna have a boldness to share their faith. They're gonna have a boldness to say, this is what I believe. And if people say, I don't believe that, they would have just a courage to invite them to be a part of Alpha and to be able to say, well, I'd love to talk to you about that. Maybe you'd wanna come to my small group that I'm a part of. Lord, I just pray that there would just be a year of taking ground, taking ground. Lord, I pray that countries would continue to open up and, and let them in. We will send 40 and we will get there and we will be on our way for the 500 missionaries. But God, we will take ground. So I pray a blessing on every one of them and I, every person. I pray you'd speak to us each individually. This is their year to take ground. Lord, I pray you'd, you'd speak to them. I even feel like right now there's people that are thinking like Gideon, not me, I'm not a mighty man of faith. I'm not a mighty woman of faith. Yes, you are. In Jesus' name, he will work through you he will use you for his glory and for his honor. You say, well, all I have is a little lunch, a couple of fish and some bread. God's like, I will take it and multiply it. God will use it. So God, help us to take ground and use what we have for your glory and for your honor. We're gonna pedal and pedal and pedal and celebrate all that you have in front of us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen.